0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh?
1: 100.7 KSLX. Uh, we will talk more about Kwame Lasseter, uh, Arizona Cardinal passing away through the morning, but let's uh, let's get on to the NFL here because we got some business to attend to. Yeah, the playoffs are underway, so... Mark and Neanderthal presents
0: the debrick De- De- Shop merguson Barkevius Ar- Bingo Award for the best
1: NFL name of the week. But You've been hearing us do this the entire football season. We've got our roster of names now, and we've got our brackets up at KSLX.com, and you can vote on who's got the most awesome NFL name. Yeah,
0: now, here's the thing. How it's going to work out, we're going to do this thing over like four days. We'll do the round of 16 this morning. Yes. We'll knock it down to 8 by tomorrow morning. We'll have a final four by Wednesday morning. Then Thursday, we'll have the finals. Friday, it'll be all over. Yeah. So we'll get our playoffs done in one week, whereas the NFL playoffs go on now for another three weeks. See, you ha- you're you going to have to answer
1: questions and decide things like, who's got a better name? Jeremy Sprinkle or
0: Jake Butt? Right, exactly. Equinemius St. Brown <laughs> or Ukimi Iligwe. Yeah. Yeah, go with that. How about Montrevious Adams versus Levine Toilolo? Okay. How about Danny Lee Jesus Fluker, DJ Fluker Yeah, from Seattle? How about him against Harrison Butker? The Tough kicker one. for the Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you've, there you go. You've got longtime San Francisco 49er Jaquiski Tart making a return to things versus Bradley Chubb, who I believe was a rookie this year and had a hell of a good season. Right. Yeah. No, he, he did well. I think he, I think he may, might have made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I, All right. he's, a, he's a player, that guy. But is he a player? In the awesome NFL
0: name category. And I think if you can even say Michael Humanawanui, <laughs> you should probably consider yourself lucky. Because yeah. Michael Humanawanui is taking on Amini Sileo-Talu. Yes. So that's not going to be fun either. No,
1: it's, that's a tough one right there. So here's the deal. You go ahead and vote. All right? And by, like you said, by the end of the week, we'll narrow it down to a winner. Whoever that person is, whoever that NFL player is who wins on Friday... Whomever voted for him, those people go into a pot, we pick out a name, and somebody wins a jersey of that player. An official NFL jersey of that player. It's all
0: at KSLX.com right now. Feel free to vote. All right, you want to get into some story time here? All right, let's say good morning. Let's say good morning to Josh. Josh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Josh, here's the deal. Uh, I don't know if you were listening during the holidays, but we were uh, giving the, the synopses of holiday movies on the Hallmark Channel and having people decide which one they'd rather see based upon the synopses. Now what we would like you to do, Josh, is to tell us which story you would rather hear that happened to Mark or Paul over the weekend. Is it Mark's story which contains this line? I've had a similar experience at urinals. Or is it my story... Which answers the question, is my insurance good enough to pay for a heroin addiction? Which one would you rather hear? Um, let's go with the urinal. All right. You're yeah, There you okay. go. Well, nice ha- job. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, well, you know, hang,
1: hang in there, Josh, and just want to get your, your feeling on the story here, okay? Okay. So uh, this has to do with binge-watching this weekend. My wife and I were binge-watching The Kaminsky Method. Okay. Which is on Netflix. It stars Michael Douglas as an aging acting coach. All right. And he's having prostate problems. Oh, boy. So... <laughs> He goes to see Danny DeVito, the urologist, and he tries to get some medicine and so forth. But later on in the show, he is in a, a club. He's feeling old, so he goes to this club where some younger people are hanging out. And he's trying to see if he's still got it. Somebody says, hey, you want to do a shot? And he's like, you know what? i got to do a leak. And he goes into the bathroom, and he's at the urinal. And he's standing there and standing there, and you occasionally hear a blip, 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 blip. Blip. You know, all these okay. little drip sound yeah, effects. Little, little dripping happening. So he's standing there, and then some good looking, you know, 25 year old guy strides in, stands to the urinal next to him, and it's like psh, this huge stream. The guy's done. He walks out. Another guy walks in. Meanwhile, Michael Douglas is still standing there. Blip, blip, struggling, blip, yeah. Blip, struggling to yep. get something going. Mm-hmm. And the other guy. Psh,
0: major league stream and he's done and he leaves. Wouldn't you think that that all of that running water, the sound of running water would be helpful? You would think it would help
1: Michael Douglas, but um, I'm just laughing my ass off and my wife is like what's so funny? And I said I've had similar experiences at a (laughs) urinal. (laughs) That's my story. There you go. All All right. right, Josh? What'd you think of the story? Anything? Uh...
2: It was it was good to uh, to see that you looked back in your life and seen seeing you have one of those uh, optimal moments.
0: Now now, Josh, uh, if we can ask, how old a guy are you? Forty two. Have you ever had that moment? <laughs> I have not. Okay. You have coming, something to look Josh. forward to. <laughs> some, just, just so you know, it's not over yet. Your 40s, yeah. It's not over. You have something to look forward to. So, <laughs> congratulations, Josh. All right. Thank yeah, you, I've Josh.
2: Heard, I've heard the 50s was the number one spot to watch. Yep, good luck yeah. for that.
0: Yeah. Spotting is a very, very good and apt description of what happens in your 50s. Thank you for checking in, Josh. <laughs> All we right, appreciate thanks, Josh. it, Josh. There you go. There goes Josh. All right, well, so then.
1: that I mean and this the show is very, very good. <laughs> it won a Golden Globe last night. It's a really, right. really, really funny show. Um, but you know, I'm curious Actually, what the hell does your insurance have to do with a heroin addiction? What's your story?
0: Oh, well, so I had to uh, Friday, you know, my truck got towed out of here, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, you I, had to towed a, I had a problem, a with, my, work. Yeah. Yeah, problem with my my brakes that I paid a lot of money for. So they, they towed my truck to the mechanic that worked on my truck. So I'm like, okay, how am I going to get there to pick up the truck a little bit later on? Yeah. I gave you a ride to home to your house. Yes. Yeah, yes. But I had to get from my house to the, to the to mechanics, the yeah. And, and I was thinking, okay, I could ride my mountain bike but I'm fat and lazy so I'm not gonna do that I decided to do something that I don't think most people are thinking of doing these days I called a cab an actual actual taxi an actual taxi cab yeah I didn't do Uber I didn't do Lyft I grabbed a cab so my cab driver pulls up and I get in the car And uh, he says to me, I said, you know, are you guys still busy? You know, what with the whole thing of Uber and everything like that? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, in fact, we have to use Uber a lot of the time for when we get overflowed. I go, why? He says, well, most of our business these days is insurance companies paying to transport patients to the methadone clinic. (laughs) Really? Really? I said, what? He said, yeah, the insurance companies, people that are heroin addicts, that's considered an illness and a disease. So your insurance company will pay because methadone is considered is considered a treatment. And those patients have to go to the clinic to get treatment. So every day, the cab companies are apparently contracted by insurance companies to take heroin addicts to the methadone clinic to get their treatment. And that's like a large chunk of their business. It's, a, it's a, a huge portion of their business to the point where they get so overflowed, they actually have to call Uber to pick up their overflow business. Did he then say, you want to try it? No. I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking to myself, well, at least the heroin addicts aren't getting behind the wheel on their own. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know that's what I mean? Positive. I mean? It's a little bit yeah. safe. So I thought All to I myself, just... you know, when you're, when you're doing your open enrollment next year, you say to yourself, is my insurance company good enough to pay for a heroin addiction? Yeah. It's a good question. Uh, All it, right. Does Obamacare cover that? It
1: does, obviously, because that's what we're
0: still using, it's right? It's
1: technically a pre-existing condition, don't you think? All right, so that's what happened this weekend. <laughs> little Mark and the <laughs> Paul story time. Man, I, I finally watched this movie. I shouldn't say finally. It really just came out last week. But everybody's talking about, on Netflix, this movie Bird Box. Under no circumstance... Are you allowed to take off your blindfold? You hear that?
2: The creatures. The creatures.
1: Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, that sounds it's, creepy. It's Sandra Bullock. I, I enjoyed it. It's good. But it was like the most watched new streaming presentation ever or something like that last week. And everybody's going nuts about it. So I figured, oh, let me get a look at this. I got Netflix. It's it's unusual to be able to find a movie on Netflix, so I was like, let's do that. Then. Okay. <laughs> um, but now it's a social media thing that's just kind of illustrates how
0: stupid we are as a society. Well, I, and I don't know much about the movie, but it appears to me... You have to wear a blindfold. Yes, it appears to me in the social media thing, if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably seen the social media thing, people are blindfolding themselves... Because apparently in the movie you're not supposed to use your eyes for something. You can't you can't look at these creatures or else you go nuts and you. What kill, creatures?
1: And they 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 never really show them, but if you see the creature, you go nuts. You kill yourself. You do damage to others. Whatever it might be. So when you go outside, you have to put a blindfold on.
0: Now are the creatures attacking people? Are they going around like like attacking things? They just like sort of implant into your mind basically, and make you Are they from nuts. like outer space or something? They never really say. Uh, oh, and I, I, okay. and by right. the way, if
1: you haven't seen it yet, I'm not going to give you any spoilers.
0: Just, right, right, just right. set
1: the plot up for you.
0: All right. So anyway, if, I haven't seen the movie, but I know that uh, basically the, the social media thing is people, I, I guess because you have to blindfold yourself – Lest you encounter one of these creatures and, and be rendered insane, you have to blindfold yourself and do daily tasks. Things like outdoors. like Everything. Like yep. going outside to, I don't know, mow your lawn or whatever it is. I'm just get, using that as an example. Go to an old store and get in there and get some food things. But you have to be blindfolded yep. the whole time. Yeah. So now people are blindfolding themselves and doing daily routines, like doing the dishes blindfolded. Yeah. And so having- essentially what we're doing is mocking the blind. It's kind of like that because
1: you know when you think about it, if you're doing this bird box challenge, that's the name of it. Okay. Why is it called bird box? Because uh, birds give you an alert that the creatures are coming. They start oh, to okay. and going nuts. Right. But if you're if you're doing that challenge, let's face it. As soon as you stub your toe, your blindfold's coming off.
0: You're like, I've okay, so, had yeah. enough of that. Yeah. Challenge over. Challenge yeah. failed. Blind people can't do that. Yeah. This does seem like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for somebody for the National Association for the yeah. for the blind. To step up and go, hey, this isn't funny. This yeah. isn't something to be mocked. I mean, I
1: don't even look at it from a sensitivity standpoint. I just look at it from a, you got time for that standpoint. Well, again, <laughs> no. it, it
0: doesn't take much to have people act like idiots. No. It's kind of like, I, I
1: always remember what, what Roddy, the late, great Roddy Piper said on one of his podcasts. Which okay. was, you know, you used to have to have talent. In order to get, in order to get a forum where you could be viewed or listened to by thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, you used to have to have talent to get to that point.
0: Right. Now all you need is a phone. Yeah, you watch a movie, and then you put a blindfold on, and you have your friend video you yeah. blindfolded doing something stupid. All yeah. Right. All right, well, that's, and, this should end well.
1: You know, I, I enjoyed the movie. It's it's, it's a good watch. Uh, one thing that seemed unrealistic to me was that uh, nobody used one of those fuzzy pink blindfolds you get at Fascinations.
0: <laughs> well, Sandra Bullock's in this movie, right? <laughs> she is. Thanks for that visual. talking about that movie bird box on netflix and how people are being idiots because they blindfold themselves and do daily mundane uh tasks that basically are mocking the blind
1: in in, in some ways I, i don't even look at it from the sensitive standpoint i look at it like you've actually got time to do that don't you have a job no, I, yeah, it, that's kind of what I think when right, I watch I, that. Because in the movie, you have to wear a blindfold or else you'll you'll go nuts when you see one of the creatures.
0: Right. So here's so. what's going to happen: one somebody's going to be somebody's going to be uh, you know doing the dishes or something. They're going to turn on the garbage disposal. They're going to get their sleeve caught in it. Right. Something bad's going to happen. This yeah. is not going to well, end well. Well, li- you know,
1: parents are already filming their kids walking into walls. Right. And yeah. Stuff yeah. Like that's that. good. Yeah. All right. That makes uh, sense. Sure.
0: On. One of these kids walks down the driveway, gets hit by a bus. Sure. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Hi. I just had a comment about what you guys were talking about with the blindfold thing. Yeah. My daughter is actually going blind, and I'm an advocate in the community for the blind. And I really appreciate your comments.
0: It just seems like a – it seems like a a, – it seems very disrespectful to people who can't see.
2: Well, I can understand the comic play on it, but it also kind of raises a little bit of awareness. There's a lot of people out there that don't know what it's like to be blind or to have a vision impairment. So for them to put a blindfold on and to try to do something like a daily task of washing the dishes or to make a meal, which they've probably never tried to do before, um, could be quite tasking.
0: All of that would Um, be great if that, concept were to enter somebody's mind while doing this i don't i think you're giving people way more credit than they deserve in this instance what they're doing is
1: just trying to get some attention for themselves by being on social media let's see how silly it looks
0: for me to bump into something or trip and fall yeah i think is what they're they're looking for
2: I think that's the hope for all of us, right, that are living. Yeah, on your in-
0: side, yeah. on your side of the coin, sure.
1: Yeah, and we're, you know, we're, right. we're so sorry that's happening to your daughter. And thank you for sharing that, oh. actually. That's kind of uh, kind no. of brave of you.
2: You're, you bet. Thank you, though, for for talking about it because I think if more people actually talk about it um, and do raise awareness about it, uh, then society as a whole will be a little bit more sympathy, have sympathy and empathetic um, about it. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, well,
1: yeah, I. You know, it's interesting. My wife you know had the foot surgery a couple of weeks ago she's still pretty hobbled got the giant cast on her leg. she can't get around as easily she's most of the time on a scooter and she was commenting you know boy i really have more appreciation and empathy now for somebody who has a handicap or is disabled and i hope i'm using the, the right words i don't know exactly sure. what they are but challenged she goes, you, know, you know yeah physically she goes challenged. it's hard to do just normal things like get around get to the bathroom get from one place quickly to another make a meal because I'm I'm not up to the level of the sink anymore
0: yeah see I thought the ice bucket challenge was nice because it was altruistic and it was trying to right. raise money for awareness right. his bird box challenge is just stupid and it it's not gonna stupid. end well it's stupid
1: all the phone calls and emails on Friday when we started talking about minimum wage jobs?
0: Yeah, because the minimum wage raised uh, here in Arizona to $11 an hour.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Bill said he sent us a picture. He goes, I was just recently going through an old cigar box, mostly old coins, but found an old paycheck from May 8th of 1976 when Bill was just a young man, a teenager working at the Bayless Market in Sedona, Arizona. Okay. Is a little grocery store. All right. Um, Bill worked thirty three hours that week. Ah, oh, he's not a full time employee. Three dollars and thirty five cents an hour, which was actually pretty good money in those days. Well, I, I think three more, th- more than the minimum wage was in New York State. And um, what what year was this? Nineteen seventy
0: six. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was definitely more than minimum. Yeah. wage. Yeah.
1: He uh, his gross pay was one hundred and ten dollars and fifty five cents that him. week. All right. Cashing All right. in nice. But let's go to the deductions. All right. Twelve ninety five for federal tax. Right. FICA, Social Security, was $6.58. Right. You know, and Bill is going to be living off that soon. And the state of Arizona took their big bite. State tax, $1.30. So he's making, like, he's making like 92 bucks or
0: something like that or $91?
1: Well, he also has a deduction here for 30 bucks that says credit union. And I actually emailed him back. I said, were you putting money away or something like that? That's what pretty is that? smart for a guy you know, back then. He emailed back and said, I can't remember what that's for. That's a big chunk of my paycheck right there. I may have money waiting for me that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> think yeah, of it. Like, yeah. I mean, God, it's got to be worth 45 bucks now. You would Come think, up. yeah, sure. His uh, take-home pay for that week, it was a hell of a week, $61.72. Righteous
0: bucks right there. For Bill, that Good is for righteous bucks. Good for you.
1: And uh, yeah, we emailed a little back and forth. He said, uh, you know, I worked in that grocery store for a while. My little sister also worked there and back in those days we had to do everything including stripping and waxing the floors after hours. Oh. Said we would put a rubber band around the intercom microphone and hold that to the radio so we could listen to rock and roll music while we waxed the aisles. Ah, that's kind of neat. That is kind of that. That reference reminds me of um, in the Shawshank Redemption when when uh, Andy Dufresne opens up the <laughs> microphone and plays the opera the opera record for everybody. And
0: I wish I could tell you we got those flaws clean. I wish I could tell you that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you know the reference, right? Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you do. That I'm, I'm glad you weren't obtuse. What did you say to me? <laughs> text from a friend yesterday I actually thought it was you texting me I didn't because we had just been on the phone and then I got a text shortly after I figured it was you you had forgotten to tell me something no wasn't me and it was it was another friend and and the text was Kwame Lassiter just passed away now if you don't know who he is he played eight years for the Arizona Cardinals he was a safety you know, he was a secondary guy he's a fine fine player he had about you know probably there was a six season stretch where he was one of the stalwarts on the defense he was even an all pro one year
0: Yeah, he had a couple of, a couple of touchdowns. He had a, well, he had one memorable game. Wheelahan gets it downfield. The man is open and
1: is picked off. Lasseter has his fourth interception.
0: And Lasseter somehow got the ball. His fourth interception. That's got to be a record. Yeah, it's definitely a record. It's yeah. held by a bunch of guys, but he's definitely a record holder. Four interceptions in one game. That was a big game, actually. That, that I mean, got it's no the... Al Bundy, four touchdowns in one game.
1: <laughs> but it actually happened. We know it for right, sure. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that game actually launched the Cardinals into the playoffs in 1998, which was a big deal because sure. it had been a long dry spell before that. Um, but Kwame was, you know, I'll mention this, because Kwame was a hell of a nice guy, you know, and, and I don't do this to big time or anything, but he used to come into our old show... A lot, and he would come into the studio. Was just a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, um, he, he was. A, he was a really nice guy. I actually, he actually gave me a jersey of his number. He used forty two at some point, also, and so did yeah. Pat Tillman. But uh, Kwame was forty two also, and he gave me a, a jersey with my name on it, which was super. You know, I, I'm not into the football jerseys very much i never wear them that's one i kept though i thought that was a really cool gift yeah that he gave
0: i mean him. you know nice to be to be friends with a an nfl player and uh, i didn't know kwame well i only knew him through basically through this show to be well, honest with you because he, he used to work here in our building i looked out in the kitchen one day and kwame lassiter was out there yeah. you know
1: we can see into our break room here and he was actually doing a sports show at the we have a, a sports station here in the building also right, and he yeah. was doing a show on it so so he was around for a little bit he used to pop onto the
0: air with us every now and again we Talked about uh, about uh, the college football. He went. He played at Kansas, right? Um, and I, I did radio in Kansas City, so we talked about. We just yeah. we we made fun of the Midwest. Is basically what we did long before I even knew who he was. Like I, I didn't know him well, but. Even in the brief time that I knew him, I felt like we were buds. This is, like he was very engaging, very yeah. like welcoming.
1: This is a great story too that I saw. Apparently, he had a great sense of humor. Uh, he was you know a kind of a prank guy. Right. At one point in time, he had picked off a pass from Donovan McNabb, who was the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback for a sure. long time. Yep. And ran it back for a touchdown. Kwame got the audio of that and made it the message that you'd hear when you were calling his cell phone <laughs> so what he did was he put it on there and then he called donovan McNabb at a time when he knew donovan McNabb couldn't answer and said hey it's kwame i got something important to tell you give me a call back and so Donovan McNabb called him back and that's what he heard the audio <laughs> McNabb drops back
0: picked off by Lassiter. You know, so that's a great that's a great joke to play on a friend. Yeah, now he he seemed like a good dude. Uh apparently died of a heart attack while working out yesterday. That's what the that's what the reports have been. Yeah. Uh,
1: he was 49 years old. 49 years was old. just a kid. We just saw him and he was in good shape. Yeah. You know, it's no, he not still like, looked like he could play. Yeah. And he didn't let himself go. You know, it's really, really a sad thing. He I, I think of, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but I think of him every morning because um, years ago he walked into the studio and I said, Kwame, you smell fantastic. <laughs> and he goes, oh, that's curve. And I was like, what's curve? He goes, curves, the cologne I use. Oh, and there you since go. then, you know, I'm not heavy into the cologne, but I, I spray a little bit on each morning. I sprayed a little bit extra
0: on today. You buy you buy curved cologne because of Kwame. I, he turned me on to it. I think he it's was a great styling. smell.
1: He was styling. Yeah. yeah. He was just a
0: cool dude. Yeah, that sucks. Um, very, yeah.
1: very sad to see that. And it, it's, just you know, it's, again, it's one of those lessons. You know, he was only 49 years old. We, yeah. we passed along our, our best to his family. Yeah, condolences to his family and friends. Yeah, and to his friends also. So that was just uh, just sad to see that happen.
0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get very to work. Sure they're illegal. <laughs> With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.